Spearcater's Gallimorphy, the Great Emu War. Towards the end of 1932, a bloody war raged in the wheat belt of Western Australia. At stake was the entire region's wheat harvest, which was being destroyed by one of the most vicious, brutal groups ever encountered by Australians. With the possible exception of the 1932-1933 England cricket team. Market conditions had been unfavourable for Western Australia's wheat farmers in the lead-up to the harvest, with wheat prices in steep decline. The last thing they needed was tens of thousands of marauding emus, attracted by the cultivated land and easy access to water infrastructure meant for livestock. Bands of malicious emus munched their way through swathes of wheat. For the farmers, the situation was desperate. They appealed to the federal government for help. The government agreed to send two soldiers armed with First World War Lewis machine guns under the command of Major Gwyneth Purvis Wynne Aubrey Meredith of the 7th Heavy Battery of the Royal Australian Artillery. The initial battles between the Australians under the command of Meredith and the emus, who appeared to lack any identifiable leader, were a resounding success for the emus. After six days of bitter battles and ambushes in early November 1932, only 50 emus had been killed at the cost of 2,500 rounds of ammunition. Commenting on the emus' ability to withstand machine gun fire, Major Meredith once said, and I'm paraphrasing here, those emus can take a bullet. Eager to put a positive spin on the progress of the war, Meredith compared the emus to Zulu warriors and officially reported zero casualties among his own men. Nevertheless, Minister for Defence Sir George Pearce ordered the Australian soldiers to fall back and withdraw, handing the emus a clear victory. However, the continued destruction of wheat crops by the emus forced the federal government's hand. Only days after the withdrawal, the Australian army, once more under the command of Major Gwyneth Purvis Wynne Aubrey Meredith of the 7th Heavy Battery of the Royal Australian Artillery, went to war with the emus for a second time. This time, the army was able to inflict heavy casualties on the enemy, killing almost 1,000 emus in just under a month. The Australians claimed victory and the wheat harvest was reportedly saved. Prime Minister Joseph Alicius Lyons was asked whether medals would be struck for the victorious soldiers. But the cost to the Australians of fighting Zulu emus had been a high one. So much so that when Western Australian farmers asked for help in fighting the emus again in 1934, 1943 and 1948, the federal government declined. 1932 was the last time the Australian army dared go to war with emus. Also, somebody figured out that if they just put fences around the crops, that would pretty much sort out the problem. But no sooner had the Australians defeated the violent emu hordes than the country was invaded by a far more malicious enemy, the 1932-1933 England Ashes team.
this vicious group of savages unleashed a violent barrage of short ball bowling upon the Australian men's cricket team that was so devastating even the great Don Bradman himself couldn't prevent a 4-1 England series victory. Many today feel the series could have been swung Australia's way if only they had sent in some emus to open their batting. 